It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every morning, Darren Armstrong talks Big Brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Theo to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for March 22nd. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Mary. How are you doing, Mary? Well, I don't know. It depends if you guys can hear me or not. I'm podcasting from the bottom of a well, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yes, uh, Mary's been having some internet troubles, so uh, we do apologize in advance if uh, if she sounds like a robot or uh, or she sounds like it takes her an extra 10 seconds to uh, comprehend what I'm saying. Well, you know, I generally have to take multiple seconds to understand what anyone says, so I think that that's... <laughs> Just normal. I'm trying. I'm trying to pause more after you speak to make sure I don't like overlap. But they might make bigger pauses. I don't know if that's worse. We're gonna do our best. Um, so uh, look, look. Nothing we do here on this update is any close to uh, as bad as uh, as the mess that this season is that we're talking about. So I feel like we're just con- we're just perpetually in the clear with all of this. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm I apologize in advance for all of this. <laughs> all right. It's going to be yeah. all right. <laughs> you know, I actually I didn't think the feed quality was that bad yesterday. I mean, nothing happened for most of the day, but honestly, it could have been a lot worse. There yes. there were at least a couple conversations. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, we are here to talk about everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother Canada 8 feeds. It was day 22 in the house. And uh, you know what? You're right. It wasn't really that it wasn't that bad. Um, I, you know, I think that we've certainly had a big mess of a season so far. And now we have even more of a mess this week where there's not really any actual game happening. But uh, but luckily, I guess for us, um, we still do have the sort of like Brooke and Sheldon take over the house 
gameplay happening. Um, so there's that to watch. Um, and then uh, there's also people just being silly. And that's that can be fun. Yeah, and I feel like at least all the other house guests are on the same page as us in terms <laughs> of being complaining about the fact that uh, that this week is kind of a wash and and Sheldon's definitely upset and people are contemplating mean actions in order to save the HOH. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pl- plenty of stuff. Plenty of stuff going on. So so we started uh, we started the day. Um, Min Min has kind of been working uh, a little bit. Um, he's been, she's been, uh, she's been trying to, uh, you know, rekindle her relationship with Vanessa. She's been going to the evictors and trying to, you know, maintain relationships there. Uh, Min's priority for the day, um, and for the week is try to lie a little bit lower. Um, try to work on relationships. Uh, she says she wants to meditate. She wants to work out. She wants to do yoga. She wants to prepare herself to win the HOH. And her plan is that she wants to win the HOH and target Sue. Sue and Angie on the block. She hates Angie. Use Angie as the pawn. Sue's the worst. Get Sue out of the game. And she's basically telling the entire house that this is her plan. Um, and so uh, she's trying to like again with Min. Uh, she's so she can be so interesting because she is such a wild card. Um, but she has like the seeds of good ideas where she's like, I know that it's a good idea for somebody to be an HOH and do like, say they're going to do a thing and then do the thing because then people feel like they can rely on that person. Um, so she's trying to like call her shot and like, uh, all right, here we go. It's time for, uh, Angie and Sue on the block Well, let's do it. Um, and so, uh, so that's what she's doing today. Yeah. And it's, it's nice that she has a plan. It's the plan that everyone seems to know about because Angie and Sue are very worried. Um, Sue in particular is like, ah, is there any way we can get men out this week? Because I know I'm particularly in trouble. Oh, that's a pretty face if it paused on that one. Um, for, <laughs> I know that I'm in trouble for, uh, if, if men gets, HOH next week. And, you know, a lot of people are talking throughout the day about how they think it's going to be a mental competition. We haven't really seen men play in that style competition or anyone really. It depends if you count the box and is mental, really. So it'd be interesting to see if she had more or less of a chance if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Min, Min does talk with Re and Maddie uh, about Vanessa and they're curious about where Vanessa stands on things um, they ask if she's trying to like uh, get back in with Min after lying to Min about and lying to everybody about what Min was doing um, and Min says well yeah well, v- what Vanessa told me was the only reason she sided with Kyle in that house meeting is because she's scared of him but really, she really was more with me, and she really was telling me the truth about Kyle. But in the house meeting, she got scared and sided with Kyle. Um, but 
I don't know. I, I like, uh, do I believe her? Like, uh, she still is like, I don't know how, how much I trust Vanessa at that, at this point. Um, but that was Vanessa's excuse. And it is working at least on the surface level that Min and Vanessa have rekindled their relationship to some degree. And, uh, and Min is more concerned with Sue right now, uh, which was, is just really, uh, like, completely unnecessary on Sue's part. There's no reason Min should be targeting Sue right now after the big blow up with Vanessa. Uh, she, she really dropped the ball in this case and, uh, and, and has become Min's target and is, is kind of like freaking out around the house about it. Yeah. This whole season, I mean, particularly with Vanessa is really like a detective novel of trying to figure out when people are telling the truth and when they're not. I listened to probably, you know, 10 different somewhat strategic strategic conversations yesterday. And my main question was like, okay, but which one of these is the real plan? I need the house guest to like turn to the camera when someone leaves and tell me, Hey, this is the real plan. Otherwise it's, you just have to keep waiting and seeing which one is most consistent, which is, you know, what Taryn does a great job at of, of giving us uh, feedback over, okay, for the last 10 days, they've been saying this, therefore it's probably the truth. We think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do my best. I do my best. Um, so, uh, but yeah, you know, to, to, to set that up. So obviously what we have here uh, to set up the, the week is if you haven't been uh, there's it's I feel like I don't need to remind you what's happening because nothing will ever change. Um, but ba- but a- Sheldon is H.O.H. again. Um, and uh, Carol and Min are on the block and Carol has asked to be evicted. And so that's the house has agreed to evict Carol. Um, Min is going to tell us later that uh, she feels like the reason Carol wants to be evicted and not self evict is so that they'll pay for her plane ticket home, um, which uh, I'm sure that's amongst many other reasons that production is using to convince her to stay until Thursday instead of self-evict because they want to keep their schedule or whatever. Um, but uh, but that's sort of where things stand right now. And the problem for Sue is that at the end of the previous week, when it was looking like Min was going to be evicted or could be evicted, because at this point, Jamar had already been ejected from the game and they, Sue didn't even know that the eviction was going to happen or not, didn't know whether it would happen or not. And Sue had a conversation with Min where Min tried to say, Vanessa's the bad guy. Uh, she's been doing all these things. And Sue just said to her face, I don't believe you. It was a very contentious conversation. Uh, Sue confronted her about the comments that Min made about her boyfriend and it, it did not go well and she didn't believe that Vanessa was in on those things too and their relationship from there has just completely deteriorated um, to the point where Sue is now like I said freaking out about the idea of Min staying in the house going to a lot of different people like she needs to go I'm effing sick of it that effing bitch can't win this thing uh, she's gonna she's gonna get me she's gonna get me um, and Min is is actually going after her so uh, it's uh uh, it's 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 not a, it's not a good thing and and again I really feel like Sue dropped the ball on this one because Min was never like after Jamar left that should have been the opening that they could have now like repaired any sort of rift that they had in their relationship um, but instead uh, Jamar left and it was just like now I'm holding the grudge and uh, and and from there it's just uh, it's gone sideways yeah. The dynamic in the house is really interesting right now 
they talk about several times. There's sort of like three or four different groups happening that are all kind of waiting in limbo to see, assuming that Carol leaves at the end of this week, seeing what's going to happen next after that. And a lot of people sort of waiting to pick a side, depending on who gets power. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of talk from Brooke and Sheldon about how they lost three allies all in a row here for kind of no reason and weren't able to get anyone out. But there are some upsides to what happened for them in the game. Obviously, this is not speaking about like the opinions of production in order to remove those players. But with Kyle out of the picture, I don't know if this has been talked about already. It it helps them distance themselves from Vanessa even more in some ways and just stop relying on her as much. And so at least that is not a big problem for them. I mean, it could still be a problem, but I think Sheldon and Brooke see through Vanessa a little bit more at this point anyway. Yeah, Brooke and, and, and Sheldon's response to like getting getting screwed over by like uh, random events for like a couple of weeks in a row has been all right, fine. We'll just align with the entire house. That way, if we lose allies, it doesn't matter because everybody is an ally and we'll just work with the other people. You can't stop us. Um, and like it's 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 really working. They are firmly at the top of the uh the the food chain here um and it's not even close at this point uh they have really uh taken hold of the game um i talked last week about feeling like sheldon was exposing some weaknesses in his game it feels like uh with jamar gone um he, it felt like jamar was the person who really uh really uh like caused Sheldon's weaknesses uh emotionally to be exposed right because Jamar was the guy he just couldn't handle uh he didn't know how to deal with Jamar and in uh the way that Jamar operates um but with Jamar gone Sheldon has been able to uh really work well with basically everybody left in the game Brooke uh is doing well as well not not quite as well because uh she's a little bit more visible and for some reason people think that she's the one in charge which is good for Sheldon not great for Brooke but but uh but they are literally aligned with they have alliances with every single person in the house they have various final threes they have uh, a couple different like final fives they've got working relationships and like alliances with the evictors and uh there's not a single person in that house that's not aligned with brooke and sheldon at this point yeah i loved uh hearing a couple of the different final three plans they had and a couple of the okay everybody hand in final three that were said throughout the day um i know that they have a final four with hira and sue which is probably my favorite option of those just for who, the players that i'm kind of interested in. i i like Hira and sue a lot um but but they also joke about a final three with men, which was probably my favorite part of uh, the night last night was just the very casual. Oh, hey, men, I put you on the block twice, but, but uh, sound good. Sounds yeah. Like plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Min has a conversation with uh, with Sheldon first shortly after the veto, which was like the most nothing veto that has ever happened because it didn't matter. Um, it just kind of like happened. And then uh, it was a short one and the feeds came back and it was like, yeah, you're a one. Yeah, there was a lot of complaining in the house about 
people participating in the veto and being like, yeah, I, I didn't even care. There was no tension. I didn't even try that hard. There nothing going on. A lot of people were predicting that there was going to be some sort of incentive to win the veto to try and get people to play. I don't believe that ended up being the case. Um, and then on Hera's point, though, it's like, dude, you didn't need to win this, so don't win it. Why? Why did you do that? That yeah, you know, there were a couple people talking about how hey, uh, got to start looking at him as a physical threat. So yeah. <sighs> not good not good it, from him it really reminds me of sam last season in big brother 21 um where he won just a couple of vetoes in a row that were entirely unnecessary and completely uh tanked his game essentially uh, with the vetoes now the first veto that hero won was very necessary he was on the block and uh and it helped prove to the house that he was not a pawn in the house uh that he was a respectable player and it's really helped launch him into a good position and I do really like Hira in the game socially he's excellent uh, strategically he's learning the game a bit more um, and now he knows the game but like he kind of thought he could go in there and play a certain way and I think he's been learning that he can't really play that way he's been a little more devious a little more deceptive than I think he originally intended to be and the more that he plays the better he gets at that um, but he's still playing from behind uh, because Sheldon and Brooke have really gotten a big head start on him in that regard and he still trusts them right now which is not the best thing for him and so him winning this veto was really not the best thing for him it was the best case scenario for Sheldon um, as Hero wins the veto he doesn't have to deal with Min winning it and taking herself down and having to put somebody else up um and with Hero winning this that means there's two wins for Hera and this is what everyone is saying two wins for Hera two wins for Sheldon Two wins for Chris. So Sheldon winning back-to-back HOHs, not really seen as that big of a deal. He's just one of three people who have won a couple of competitions um, because uh, they're counting Chris's initial uh, being in danger win as a win as well. Um, Really not considering the fact that he, he beat two other people in a question competition and then he won a crapshoot competition. Uh, but nobody's talking like that because he's a big guy and he talks like he can win all the competitions. So he's kind of like intentionally putting that sort of target on his back. But so that makes Chris even more wary of Hira. There are a lot of people now gunning for Hira. They were already kind of gunning for Hira, but it was maybe like Hira or JL. Um, but now it's a lot more like eh, Hira is, is kind of dangerous. Um, and and that's not it's not great for Hira. I still like him. I still feel like he's got potential here. If Hira can can survive for a little while, um, I, I feel like he could be something in this game. But uh, but I do feel like he's in danger in the short term right now. And, and, and part of it is due to, to this win. So just going back to Sheldon winning these two back to back HOHs. Do you feel like if you were in the house, because I've been thinking about this. Would this come across more or less threatening than if he had won two back to back in a typical fashion where someone had won in between him, but he had won two of the chances that he had? 
like honestly i feel like it's less because yeah because it feels like one big yeah, hoh kind of it kind of feels like like he he's just yeah one big hoh with just a big cluster of nonsense that's been going on and he's just kind of been the person in charge and i also feel like it's really helped him what i just was talking about with min wanting to win and like just do what she said she was going to do and be straightforward and get a reputation for that like He's really getting a, a reputation for being like a solid, straightforward, like I'm just kind of not trying to get involved in drama. I'm not trying to play hard. I'm just trying to just trying to do what we can to survive this crazy mess that we're all experiencing. And it's really working for him because, like I said, literally everybody's in an alliance with him now. Um, so I, I actually, yeah, I feel like this this is a lot better than uh, than your typical uh, like people are like. People are more worried about Chris because when Chris was HOH, he played hard. He targeted people. He backdoored them. He lied to them. Uh, Sheldon's just kind of like, ah, just, I just, I just don't want to make too many waves. I just want to, you know, do what I can to make friends, uh, and, and whatever. Um, and so people are not worried about Sheldon, um, right now. And, uh, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, the most amount of worry that we see from them is, well, they'll be targets for somebody else. Uh, so they will be good shields at some point. Um, and that's obviously a pretty big mistake. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I think that if the house was thinking clearly right now, then they would be able to see that uh, the, the real danger here is if you let Brooke and Sheldon survive a few more weeks, they might get to a point where they become unstoppable. Um, and nobody sees that right now. They're all focused on everybody else. Well, I think Ree sees it. Does I did she? hear, I heard Ree talking a couple times, not in a direct, we've got a target broken shelves and way, but when she was talking with Angie at one point later in the evening, mm-hmm. she did mention, she said, you know, here are some people kind of, oh, I'm trying to think how to describe it. She slips it in like when, oh, it's getting bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying, guys. I really am. We're going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you continue. All right. Sorry. She slips it in as sort of saying like they are people. She says nice things in a way of just calling attention to them. Like, oh, it's so nice that they're they're always around and they're up there and and they're making these moves for us kind of things that are just sort of like putting attention to them without saying I'm gunning for them. I just think if I had to pick someone in the house who recognizes the position they're in, I would say it's probably Ree. Yeah. Um, Doom tribe is, is calling you out a little bit. says this is a reach. Um, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find in my notes, the specific (laughs) sentence. (laughs) um i i i I, i'm 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 kind of more with with doom on this one that i i don't i don't know if i really have gotten that same sense the what what i've seen from re has been uh she has talked about them as as like targets but targets for the house more than targets for her and she spoke specifically with hira who she feels really good with about them being shields for them so um you know i i could see that that 
I can see that maybe what you're saying is that when talking to other people, she's willing to pump them up as like, hey, remember, like, uh, like using them as shields in that way. Um, but I don't think that it, that means that she wants to target them at all. I think that she thinks that they're shields and that other people will. And so by saying those things, it will only inf- uh, engulf or fan those flames. But in reality, because they're aligned with everybody, it's actually not going to work out that way for her, I would imagine. Yes, I, I wasn't saying she specifically wanted to target them. I was saying I think she's not like oblivious to the p- good position that they're in. When you were saying like, oh, nobody sees that they well, could run to the end. I do think that they have the social ability, and but I think that they are playing from the front. I think people see it. Well, it's hard so, not to when they're only talking together. <laughs> certainly, uh, like, I'm not saying that people don't see that they are a, a danger. Like I said, she's, she's talks about them like they are a, a threat in the game. Um, but, uh, but, the, but she doesn't see that, like, the, the threat that I'm talking about is not their threat and their threat in the sense of them being a pair or them being good at competitions or whatever. The threat that I'm talking about that will make them unstoppable is that they are aligned with everybody in the house. And that is what nobody sees. Nobody sees that at all, especially Re, who specifically pointed out that uh you know what sheldon has no relationship with vanessa no relationship with chris uh like that's what we need to be remembering like she's trying to point that out to hira that uh that they they do not have any relationship with these people and that's what makes them valuable to us as shields um so uh so i feel like that is that's what i'm talking about when i say that uh, that that's the danger that they are missing right now and if they uh, if they if they don't see it soon, then they're going to find themselves locked into a battle where uh, where Sheldon and Brooke get to sit on the sidelines. And uh, and then and at that point, I feel like they could become unstoppable. Now, of course, you know, unstoppable in the Big Brother house means that uh, one good twist and you're still out of the game. This is not a done deal, uh, even necessarily to the level of like the pretty boys yet. But uh, but what what Sheldon and Brooke have been doing this week has definitely put a pretty strong stranglehold over the game from my perspective. Yeah, and I actually, okay, I found the, the specific quote I was looking at. I was wrong. It was actually what Angie said to Re. Sorry, <laughs> apologize. Look, it, things blend together it's at 10 right. o'clock at night. <laughs> um, what Angie said, which actually, taking it back, kind of enforces your point, is mm-hmm. she was saying that Broken Sheldon could become a problem because they only talk to each other and they're yeah. holed up in that room talking to each other, which is actually a good thing because they're not only talking, I mean, they do that a lot, don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong, but they do have other relationships, so if Angie thinks that the two of them are only talking to each other, that actually helps them. Right. If that's not the case. Anyway, sorry, big misunderstanding. <laughs> no, I read right. the, I read my own notes wrong. I, I feel I feel like that led to like a very valuable uh, discussion and, and helped accentuate some of the points that we were making. So, uh, but, uh, yeah. Sheldon uh, and Brooke, though, is okay. You're all, you're good. You're, okay. yeah, you're good. Uh, every time you make a noise, I'm going to pause, assuming I'm completely trash. I'll try that. I'll try that. Well, I got to warn you when you're not being heard. But like. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so Sheldon and Brooke, I feel like the, normally in a season at this point, even though it's kind of early, but there's 12 people, soon to be 11, I would say, oh, 
like uh, these people, they're just going to run to the end. They've got a hold on everyone. They're playing so much better. And they are. But I think this cast has some other people who aren't just going to let that happen more so than previous casts. I think specifically someone like Sue, uh, even JL to a, a point. I think while they don't see exactly what's happening yet, I think once it gets down to, you know, eight or so people, are they going to really, I I really hope that some of these people would come together and I believe it a little bit more this season. I think I usually see like a really big field of sheep. And I think that apart from like one person who's going to leave this week, I don't dislike anyone, even if they're not playing as hard. I, I believe that I, I believe that with this cast at any point, any one of them could decide something. And even if it doesn't work, the attempt might be enough to call it out to other people. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's a valid point. Um, I think that uh, the field that uh, Sheldon and Brooke are playing against is uh, is a tougher one than uh, than what the pretty boys faced last season, or at least it appears that way. Um, and sometimes it only appears that way because somebody like, you know, Anthony is just demolishing the field in front of them, uh, which makes them all look so terrible that uh, that it makes it look easy. Uh, but I, it does feel like this is a bit of a tougher field. That said, I did tweet yesterday because I because my read on the situation right now is that uh, like I, I'm really I'm looking at Sue. I'm looking at JL and I'm looking at like how distracted they are with other things. Um, and Sue is so distracted with men. She's so distracted with like trying to hold on to Chris, who's actually closer to Vanessa and it not working and that frustrating her. Um, I'm looking at how, you know, tight she is with Brooke and how bad that is for her um and i'm looking at how she doesn't really have anybody in the house that's close to her i'm looking at uh jl who's so focused on you know chris and vanessa um that when hira tries to talk to jl about the future jl is kind of just like well i mean we're loyal to brooke and sheldon though like uh like uh we wouldn't we don't want to like well you know uh, we don't want things to get messy there are other targets uh you know uh, it really feels like he's Kind of he feels like he's got an in with them that nobody else does, which is the thing that always, you know, is is the problem uh, in these situations. And so from my perspective, I feel like Hira is the guy. I feel like if Hira can survive the next couple of weeks of being targeted by people like Vanessa and Chris, I do feel like he is the one who has the connections with everybody that allows him to see may, maybe to eventually see that Sheldon and Brooke are in all of those pots um, and that then also willing and capable to do something about it. Uh, so I feel like Hira, I, 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 my prediction was that I feel like Hira is the biggest long-term threat to Sheldon and Brooke. Um, but that's if he survives uh, long enough to make it happen. And I feel like, like I said, he's got, he's the one with the connections to open the eyes of people like JL and, uh, and re and maybe Sue, uh, Sue, Sue, I'm not entirely sure about at this point, but, uh, but I do think that Hira could potentially rally the evictors together late later on. If they all, you know, if they, if they still have enough numbers, if Hira's still around, um, but but at the same time, Sheldon and Brooke are a little bit aware of the fact that Hira can do that as well. And they've been kind of dropping hints to people like Hira isn't good with everyone. Um, and so, you know, we'll see. But I do think that Hira is the biggest threat. And I do agree that uh, that this is a, a cast with some uh, some higher level uh, of of play overall. 
But in terms of just like how they strategize, it's it's pretty clear, at least from my perspective, that Brooke and Sheldon are just like on a completely different level than everyone else right now. Um, and unless that changes, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Do you remember week one when Brooke was talking about? Oh, I like this group. I'm with, but I can already tell that Sheldon would win over me and Kyle would win over me and, yeah. you know, so-and-so. I really wish that other people had a little bit more of that instinct. I, I want people like Sue to sit down and say, who am I with? Are they going to beat me? And it's true that a lot of times in Big Brother Canada, someone who has more social connections, one especially if they win a couple comps at the end, who has played a better game or a more strategic game, I should say. But you got to get there and make sure that they're not going to target you and you still got to win. If I was in Big Brother, I would just constantly be thinking, who am I with? What's my path to the end? And then can I guarantee myself that at the end, I'm the person hands down who's won, who's played the best? I, I never understand in these games why people aren't thinking like that constantly and shaping the game so that they're that person. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I think that it wouldn't be that hard. I'm completely with you, I, and you know that's something I, I advocate for all the time is that uh, you need to constantly be like evaluating your position um, and and trying to make sure that you know uh, you know where things stand and all, all of that. Um, but uh but yeah i think that unfortunately even for brooke at this point uh i'm i'm not like she the last time we heard her say that to the cameras was like i think a, a almost two weeks ago um and her relationship with sheldon has progressed pretty dramatically since then uh i don't know how much she's thinking about like how do i make sheldon not lose anymore um that said I, I I think he's the kind of guy that like would be like, ah, you got me. And like, they could still, you know, get together or whatever they wanted to drop the ball together. Okay. Um, All right. Look, <laughs> look, do we need to talk about this again? Because I was listening to your conversation with Kirsten yesterday mm. and I have a kind of different opinion. Okay. Ish. I feel like every scene with Brooke and Sheldon alone, or even with some other people, I could look at it in two completely different ways. One, where it makes sense that maybe they both like each other. And then the other one is the exact same scene. And I can interpret it as Sheldon is just pretending or I don't know if pretending is the right word, but you know, doesn't necessarily share those exact same feelings. I mean, if we knew the truth, I could look at it a different way, but the one is early in the morning or it was probably like 1 PM. What am I saying in the morning for me? I was still in bed. Um, Sheldon Sheldon comes into the HOH room where Hira and Brooke are laying on the bed and listening to music and sort of being goofy and kind of dancing and stuff like that. And Sheldon comes in to me seeming like very on edge and kind of upset. And he gets in bed with them, but is kind of unhappy about like he seems like annoyed. And at first I interpreted it as, oh, he's annoyed because he's coming in here trying to nap and Brian here are being all giggly and and having fun. And he's finding that irritating, which could be true. Or if you think that he also likes her, it could be like a teeny tiny little bit of like, oh, she's bonding with him and laying in bed and they've been giggling and having fun and flirting over here. So I can see it either way. <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> I will... It's killing me. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, I, well, I can I can say that uh, that from from my perspective, even from the conversation yesterday uh, where where Kirsten Kirsten's theory was that Sheldon is playing Brooke um, intentionally, uh, sort of like making it seem like he might have feelings for her in order to just string her along. Um, it sounds like you're saying you feel like it could be that he does or it could be that he doesn't. But uh, are you are you saying that the, that that option is also that he might be playing her or that he's just like oblivious or. Um... I, I don't think playing is not the word I would use. I would use he needs her as an ally and he appreciates her being there as an ally. And so he's going to be extra nice around her in that way. I think direct playing her would not be the, like the way Mm -hmm. I would take it more. Like I need to be nice and sort of careful with this to make sure that she's not, I don't know, not going to get upset and leave our alliance. Um, But I could, I I haven't, I haven't decided yet. I don't know. Okay. You're, you're still on the fence. Well, I, I feel very comfortable at this point, especially after like watching yesterday. Uh, I am very willing to go out on a limb and confidently say, I think he's very into her. I think that they're both very into each other. Um, that I, I very genuinely feel that way. I think there are a lot of indications pointing to that. Uh, they're hard to like describe without what, you know, having people watch it themselves. Um, but just like over the course of time uh i i really feel confident that uh that like uh, i i you know i i <laughs> a lot of different things right so okay so i'll i'll skip to some of them uh some of the the additional things that were, that were happening last night um after a conversation with min um brook and sheldon who yesterday or the day before you know they talked about how brook dropped the ball by essentially admitting feelings for him in some way um and that uh that he was essentially like don't take offense if i haven't dropped the ball it it doesn't mean that there's not a ball to drop uh it just means that i'm more controlled um and so uh uh, brooke asks him like what are we going to be doing for the next few days because you know what what are they going to be doing and sheldon says uh i don't know uh drop the ball Uh, and she's like yeah um and he he also talks about they're talking about like are they going to cancel the season and he's he's saying like if they cancel the season we'll we'll just run away together we'll just we'll just run away uh, and hide out together somewhere um because like we'll never be able to face the world again uh then um you know he's 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 talking about her legs uh the, like the body language the like with where he looks like uh you can you can see where he's looking all the time look i've got nothing else to 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 pay attention to in this uh in this house um i feel very confident i feel very confident that uh that this that there's very much something here uh and i see what he is like when he tries to play other women um he is trying to convince maddie that he's into her um and the way that he flirts with maddie is incredibly different um both from uh from his end and like emotionally but also what he's saying um and uh and he i mean by the way has convinced maddie that he has a crush on her um maddie maddie feels like he's into her uh and and re-agrees um so you know (laughs) that's that's a thing uh but uh, i'm i'm willing to uh put my money down i i feel like this is absolutely uh, a real thing 
We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I I don't think. I think I wouldn't hold your breath if anyone is waiting for like an a, a, a completely showmance between the two of them. Yeah. In the context of the show, I think that if we get more of this, can we please come up with some new metaphors besides dropping the ball? Because I really don't love that. It's it just gets a little confusing sometimes because I'm like, oh wait, dropping the ball in this scenario is a good thing, and and not. <laughs> A yeah. mistake I, but it is uh whatever um yeah i, I like I, I agree i think that uh the chances of them like actually like getting together on the show probably uh a lot smaller than a, than a normal you know uh quote-unquote couple uh getting together on the show because uh neither of them want it to happen on the show um but like uh like <laughs> last night everybody else is gone the lights turn off in the bedroom and like uh there's major eyes like they want to be kissing each other but they're not um like the, I, i'm tell i'm telling you it's there it's there it's just it's just maybe not gonna happen in the house uh if they have enough control Okay, fair. Maybe it's just I can't read Brooke as well. I don't know. Maybe I'm too similar to her. I'm not sure. I can read JL really well. There was, I felt so bad for him earlier. Yeah, he's also into Brooke. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. I was talking about something else. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. I was talking about how he's Janet to make some slop and clean the kitchen and do some busy work and like four different people come up to him and are like oh I'll take that job from you oh go go eat your food and he's like no I just want I just want some busy work I just want some alone time and they're like oh you want alone time okay here take the HOH room go by yourself he's like I don't want to be away I just want to do this and he had to repeat himself like 10 times like y'all just let him do the dishes if he wants to I would be so bored that I would, yeah, doing the dishes, like the one thing you can do. Like, don't take away my thing for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Jail's growing on me. He, Jail's great. Uh, he's, he's been great. Um, all right. So <laughs> that's, that has been your showman's update for the day. Um, Hope hope yeah. you guys hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, this is this is what happens to to me when uh, when somebody is allowed to just uh, quit the game without actually having to quit the game. This, uh, I have to. That you I turn into showman's guy. Showman's watch, yeah. So uh, yeah. well, I've been watching a lot of Love Is Blind, so I feel like my emotions are just all over the place. Yeah. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. So Min, you were talking about how Min has uh, a final three now with Sheldon and Brooke. That <laughs> happened here. Uh, Min talked to Sheldon about how, you know, I think that if you, Brooke and myself, stay close, then the remaining three uh, evictors, they should, again, anytime I say evictors, I'm just referring to them as a group. They don't use that term because the term still doesn't exist to them. Um, but uh, JL, Ree, and Maddie, they're going after Vanessa and Chris. Vanessa and Chris still going after them. And, uh, and and the you know the three of us you me and Brooke uh, we can just kind of like hang out um, and and let them go at it like I think we can really make something like this work again Min has all of the right ideas her execution just often leaves a lot to be desired uh, so um, Sheldon says you know what Brooke and I have already talked about this which is a great way to respond to somebody saying they want to uh, make an alliance with you um, because uh, it's it's uh, it's not just like sure it's like oh we've already thought that this is a good idea we're totally on the same page um, and so because they definitely don't want to be in alliance with men um, but uh, she says that the person I'm worried about is Sue. Sue. Sue's coming after me. Uh, Sue, she's good with everyone. And she doesn't add to either side. She's somebody that, like, if we want the sides to go after each other, Sue isn't a part of that. So Sue doesn't help our game at all. So that's why I want to win HOH and get Sue out of the game. Uh, you know, build my standing in the house by doing what I said I was going to do, uh, and so on and so forth. And, uh, of course, you know, uh, Sheldon pumps her up. They also talk about Hira. And Min says she has a good relationship with Hira. Um, and, uh, and again, like I said, uh, both Brooke and Sheldon, uh, and a few others now, this is starting to spread, talking about, you know, you're, you're good with Hira. I feel great with Hira. I would never want to go after Hira. He's good with everyone, though, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he really is. Yeah, everybody loves Hira. Um, so th- that's that's starting to spread. You stay away from my guy Hira. But uh, <laughs> it's starting to spread. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's kind of the start of this uh, now uh, Min wa- wanting to and is working with uh, Brooke and Sheldon to uh, some extent. Um, Brooke is uh, going to have a longer conversation with them in uh, in the tub. Uh, she's in the tub with Brooke and Sheldon's outside of the tub. Uh, and then after that conversation, she debriefs with Vanessa and does not reveal to Vanessa the extent of their conversation. So uh, take that for what you will. Um, so there's uh, so with, and with that, with with men, they are officially in an alliance with every single person in the house. I also really like the way that Min is sort of self-aware of her position in the game and pitches toward that. Like, she actually uses the phrase I'll be your side chick to Brooke (laughs) and Sheldon, saying like, you don't need, oh, it's fine, you want to hide me publicly? That's okay. I I understand that you don't want to be seen with me. As long as we can just check in every once in a while, I'm happy being your side chick. And I actually really like that coming from her, because Mm -hmm. phrasing it that way, and the way that she did that pitch, I felt like, oh, I know they don't want to be in a real alliance with her, but if she's not coming for them, she's not the worst person to keep around as like a target shield sort of of someone that everyone does want out i mean they can't keep her but they could not win and just let other people deal with her and then if she happens to win i really don't think it would be the worst thing for them even if she comes after people that they are aligned with uh now those people got to go eventually 
So yeah. being if as long as you get rid of the Vanessa and Min thing and they're not spreading the same information around, it's not it's not a terrible idea to make Min think that you're with her. Yeah, and, and yeah, you're, you're completely correct. They, they the line from both Brooke and Sheldon separately has been, um, you know, they, I, we're completely with you, but it can't be a, like a public thing. You know, you have a reputation, and and Sheldon's a, a lot better at this than than Brooke is in terms of like being able to be bluntly honest with men without her getting offended. Um, where it's like, you know, you have a reputation in the house. If we're seen with you, then like it, that could be bad for us collectively. And Min is like I completely I think that's a good idea um, I think you're completely right we saw we see what happens with JL Maddie and Ree we see what happens with Vanessa and Kyle then Vanessa and Chris like I think you're completely right we should we should keep this on the down low I thought I think that's a great response from Min in that in that case uh, actually I didn't love her calling it uh, calling herself the side chick um, <laughs> to uh, to Brooke a little bit later even though it's a great description um, it kind of like implies that she like that she sees it in a negative light and and Brooke's response is like oh no it's not like you're the side chick uh it's just you know like let's let's use better words for it so that I don't feel bad about it and I don't feel like you feel bad about it um but but uh but I did love the description because it's very accurate I just think it's funny and it's uh it's good to be somewhat self-aware in that way that that's like knowing that they if knowing that this person has put you on the block twice <clears throat> and it probably doesn't really you know he's told her he doesn't trust her and so you got to say like okay they're not just going to agree to a hey i'm with you guys we can make a strong thing kind of alliance you need to phrase it in a different way and if you come across as like i've always loved the pitch of like no one would see it coming because they know we hate each other which i know people use a lot but is a valid reason to be in an alliance and if you don't hold a grudge could take both people very far so i think it's okay yeah and and again like sheldon's just very cold demeanor uh i think really helps like normally when people do that like oh well nobody will see this coming it almost never works because there's no trust um unless unless you then spend the time with them to build trust and then people do see it coming uh and so it normally never works but with sheldon who is so even uh like it's for for whatever reason it that makes it easier for men to to buy that even though he just put her on the block twice uh was about to send her home that he holds no ill will toward her at all and this that this absolutely can work uh without much uh without much else uh, going on so um you know it's it, it's work it's working for him in a sort of counterintuitive way well, exactly. And I don't know if we've seen many other players like Sheldon. Not a whole lot of comparisons come to mind. I know people are calling him a robot and saying that he's not emotional and stuff. I don't think that's true in the real world. I think that he's just so in game mode. And usually it would hurt people to say that they're in game mode. But because of someone who is like Min... Uh, or or someone who's like, he can be this appealing person because, oh, if they're just trying to win the game, as long as I can give them a logical pitch, then they might listen to it. And they're not going to just be 
cousins to me in the past and that he is more receptive to different ideas like that. Um, also, you kind of know where you stand with him because he's probably just going to tell you like he did with men um, in, in some case. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I, I think it's not it something is. that we're going to be able to see repeated anytime soon just because people would start to compare it to Sheldon depending on how well he does. But I, I do think it's like it's not as simple as just saying, oh, he's a robot. He's cold. It's a very different style of gameplay that we've seen. And I don't know if it's all good or all bad yet, but it's just very interesting to watch. Yeah. And, and I do I do think this is a good opportunity to to sort of make it clear to you that I, I like I said, I've been noticing a shift over the last week now with Sheldon toward Brooke. I've also noticed a shift toward Sheldon and the house in general um, that we talked a lot about Sheldon being the coldest, most robotic player I've ever seen play the game. Um, when I when I mentioned that, like with Jamar gone, it seems like that's shifting like th- that's real. Like he is a different like uh, I am not seeing that level of emotional blindness that I was before in the previous week. Um, the weaknesses that I was seeing in last week's HOH reign uh, when it came to, to, you know, arguments between Jamar and Kyle and everything that was happening there. I'm not seeing those anymore. He is connecting to the house guests emotionally very well now. Um, he's he's with Brooke. Uh, doing uh you know managing her very well um it, when when she gets upset um he uh like uh it's it's a lot of those things no longer seem to be the case at the moment um so if i haven't made that clear before and you're just kind of going off of my previous description know that things are shifting in, in a different direction uh, and he has been much warmer in the house than he had been in the past yeah not necessarily toward you just toward some internet people who seem to see it that way just sort of address it that it is a little deeper than that mm-hmm. i think um i think we're on the same page on that yes uh yeah yeah and and when people are saying oh brooke will definitely lose to him i think that's going to depend a lot on how she can package her game i think it's so interesting that they are such an obvious duo and i mean they tell pretty much everyone that and it's it's not hidden um the fact that they don't outwardly seem to be a complete romantic pair helps be be less threatening for some reason i think people um some of them think that sheldon's into maddie (laughs) they think that brooke is barking up the wrong tree right which helps which helps (laughs) which is Um, is an intentional strategy by by sheldon yeah and i think a lot of people also who have alliances with brooke and sheldon it's it's uh, a lot of times the, the the third in that alliance, or if there's two people, the the third and fourth feel like, oh well, at some point we'll just duke it out with them, and then I, I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting to think of, like, I don't know, Sheldon up against other people seems pretty strong. I wonder how Brooke would do up against other people. That's really going to come down to did they look like a duo, or did it look like one of them was more in charge than the other. Yeah. And, and Brooke also like uh, it's great for Brooke that Carol is leaving. Um, uh, ideally, uh, it would be great for Brooke if this is not a nine person jury and it's a seven person jury and she's able to get Vanessa out before jury because she just needs to get these people that like irrationally hate her, but not openly so uh, out before the jury, before they poison the jury against her. Uh, but we'll see how that I think Vanessa and the jury is just it's just devastating for Brooke. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, do you you have a whole lot else to say about Vanessa? I didn't I didn't see chat, a whole the lot. The chat of is her. dying for a Vanessa update. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Well, yeah, I, there wasn't anything that was like crazy, crazy going on. Yeah. You know, um, Vanessa has, I mentioned this yesterday. She's been more chill. Um, she hasn't been doing nonsense things as much. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts, but, uh, but I think like a, a lot of her energy right now is so focused, laser focused on Carol. Um, she's spending like hours of the day just talking with Carol, trying to convince her to not leave. Um, because it's pretty devastating to her game. What? game there is uh when when carol leaves so uh but there was a conversation because really uh it's more of a sue update here like sue is the one kind of losing her mind right now um and so sue went to vanessa and uh they talked about their frustration with carol um and vanessa's like vanessa was like i honestly you know we're supposed to all be like mentally fit to like get in i'm surprised she even made it in to the show and uh i'm like yes i'm agreeing with vanessa i don't understand i don't understand how carol made it onto the show um that uh, they both agree i don't think she came here to win the game i don't think that was ever even the goal for her uh that uh that she just came here to you know do whatever get, get double her followers um and sue is pissed she is like so heated and emotional throughout the day, uh, like on the verge of like yelling and crying uh, at times, uh, talking to Vanessa, talking to Hira, talking to, to Sheldon about Min and how she needs to go. Uh, she says uh, that that we better not uh, win next week. Um, I would rather I would rather let I would rather just get Min out and let Carol self evict. Just just let her let her go. Vanessa says, uh, I think it'd be a miracle if she even made it to Thursday. Uh, and she's just like, this whole thing is just so unfair uh, that, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, we've lost three allies who have lost three numbers. I had so much faith in Carol uh, and she's screwing us. Uh, it's so frustrating. Yes. So Sue goes around and talks to a couple people about this idea of ooh, couldn't we just vote Min out anyway? Mm -hmm. And then if Carol chooses to leave after that, stinks, but at least we didn't waste these two HOHs. And she tries to phrase it as like a couple different ways. You know, I think it's pretty transparent that she's really got herself if Min wins HOH next week. But she also says like, if if, uh, Min wins the game, then it's it's like an asterisk because she was supposed to have left at this point and she was supposed to have left last twice. week yeah so she was supposed to have left twice i mean and she's, still, she's like if you're look sorry to interrupt if you're looking at the scorecard of like how many times probably would they have left if not for uh random circumstances uh she's still well behind on the scorecard especially if you look at even just big brother canada winners you guys know who I'm talking about. True. True. But but I, I do think that, like, I, I kind of see Sue's point here. I know it's really, really mean and really ruthless. And she, every other sentence has to be like, I know I'm being mean here. I know this is brutal. Um, but I'm still going to say it. Is if this was, like, 
if this was like an online game or something, this is the kind of moon move I would be totally behind. I mean, there's not a ton of people trying to quit there, but the like holding someone hostage and not caring, you know, two birds with one stone if they go out afterwards. I kind of like the idea here. When she pitches it to Sheldon and Brooke, however, uh, Brooke is much more anti this because she thinks that it's just going to really hurt hers and Sheldon's yeah. social games on that point. I, I, I mean, just just <laughs> I'm completely with you and Sue in terms of like, absolutely uh, just <laughs> blindside Carol and make her quit and then also get men out like that would not only be like uh, like is that is that savage? No, no, it's not. It's uh, it's doing everybody a favor. It's uh, it's 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 utilitarianism. The audience is way more people. They need to be pleased. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so that's what that's what Sue is pitching. She pitches this to Vanessa. Um, uh, she says that can't we just vote Min out? And then Carol will just self evict. And Vanessa says, I don't think people would do that. Uh, you know, they'd be worried they'd look like evil people. Um, and Sue is so frustrated. She's like, I just worked so effing hard to make this happen to get Min out. If I win HOH next week, I'll have to do the exact same effing thing for the third effing week in a row and just put Min on the block effing again. Uh, is that what's gonna have to have happen really uh like i just worked so hard i i had i cried i yelled i was i had to convince brooke to get a pawn and carol on the block and i and i worked so hard and i convinced brooke and and then brooke helped me convince sheldon and it was gonna happen we were gonna backdoor it was gonna be a pawn and somebody else and now it's all screwed up all that work for nothing for nothing it's all gone it's down the drain i'm just exhausted and i'm not eating and it's so frustrating um and uh and she's she's, like i said she's uh she's having a little bit of a breakdown here um and i thought this was interesting that she apparently thinks that she convinced Brooke and Sheldon to go through with the backdoor plan. Uh, that's not the case. So apparently they convinced her once they knew the whole thing was happening. They were like, oh, yeah, that we were definitely going to do your plan. Um, <laughs> and she believed them. Yep. Yeah, it, it was great. Uh, I love it. We can convince someone that it's their own idea and <laughs> they go off like this. It's great. Uh, I, I do they, think that. Um, sorry. So they also just just to to wrap up the Vanessa conversation. They also talk about uh, there's uh, they got to name their five. This five person thing is still a thing and is yet to be named. The Vanessa, Chris, Sheldon, Brooke, and Sue Alliance. Yes, I I didn't catch the name. What was it? They <laughs> Did they name it? it? They haven't named it oh, yet. Okay. No. They just talked about how they need a name Um, because sometimes, yeah, (laughs) sometimes these things like get spoken of, but then they don't get uh, like solidified. Um, But this is something that is solidifying. And uh, and I can tell you that just this morning they did have a meeting together. So this is uh, we will talk about that uh, tomorrow, of course. I love this. Just wish they could kick Vanessa out of it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, They need to have an alliance with Vanessa somewhere because they're aligned with everybody. True. Uh, I, I do think that one other thing about that um, holding hostage strategy that I liked was they were talking about it both ways. Uh, Sheldon was like, it's not fair that they're holding us hostage in the house. That We have to sit here and pretend to play the game 
and vote this person out who just wants to leave as well. So which one is more fair? Yeah. Uh, and then he tells he tells Sue, he's like, but but don't don't bandy about this. Don't bring it up around the house. This idea, because we, we can't do it. It'd be too risky. And she's like, yeah, I, I definitely haven't told anyone else already about this idea. Right. Yeah. Well, because so so what happens is that Sue, before that conversation, also talks to Hira um, and she says, uh, Min needs to go uh, like like this week, though. Uh, and here's like, well, we can't do that. Hira here is always like the guy who is uh, like, like, come on, let's let's be like, he's kind of like the Nicole from last season of Big Brother US. Like, he's like, can we just be a little bit nicer, guys? Um, and so he's like, we we can't do that. And she says, but she has to go, though. Uh, and he's like, it's, it's just not going to happen. Sue, uh, look, can we talk about next week? Like, what are we doing next week? And Sue's like, well, Min, if I can't get her out this week, uh, she needs to be Min next week. You're going to do the same right here. And he's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, what about Chris and Vanessa, though? Um, and she's like, they're both going after Min. He's like, Chris, too. And she's like, yes, I was just talking to Vanessa about it. It's Min, Min, Min. Um, he's like, OK. Uh, and so, so she's had that conversation with her. Then she goes to Sheldon and Brooke. She pitches the idea to evict Min uh, and then have uh, um, Carol self evict. Uh, and Sue says, Vanessa's down. Chris will do whatever we tell him to. And here is on board too. Like we just need five votes. So like, let's make this happen. Um, and you, but, but just, you got, you got to tell me if I'm being too sav right now. Am I being too sav? Uh, and, and then Sheldon says, yes. Uh, no, you know what? You're not being too savage. What's savage is holding the entire house hostage yeah. and not self evicting. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then, and then yes, Brooke, Brooke is the one that really kind of shuts it down the most here says, like, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but we can't just do it with five votes. We can't just have half the house, uh, you know, blindside Carol, make her leave. It would make us look like assholes and we would completely ruin ourselves socially in the house with the other people who would be really mad at us. We could only do it if the entire house was on board. And the problem with that is that even just pitching the idea makes us look like such gamers like we're so cold-hearted like right now people are like oh we're good people like brooke she's a good person sue she's a good person uh sheldon he's a good person uh but if we start pitching this idea of like let's just savagely do this to carol even if they go along with it it'll be in their minds that we are playing that hard uh and so i i feel like it's a bad idea and that's why Sheldon's like, just, yeah, don't even, don't even pitch the idea right now. Like, we'll, we'll keep it in, our, in the back of our minds right now, but uh, don't be pitching it around because it'll be a bad look. And in that, at that point, Sue, uh, Sue's like, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely and, not doing that. And with Brooke, I think one thing that she's not directly saying in this conversation, but she does say later on when she's taking her bath with men was that I think Brooke is right in that she's seeing the outside world the clearest in that another quit on top of two people being evicted. Having five people leave the game regardless with only one person being actually voted out and really there's like even if they vote her out it's still basically people leaving the game and only one real vote. She's worried about the season being canceled. Yes. I think they're all worried about the season being canceled due to COVID. And I think she's she's one of the few people who realizes that this stuff going on is not good for the longevity of the show and this season in particular. Min was like, oh, no, it's fine. 
people like drama. They've never seen stuff like this before. And maybe some people, but I think Brooke is more right when she says, no, 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 the viewers like gameplay and they're upset that they're not being able to see gameplay right now. I, you know, I, I think they're both a little bit right um, that uh, Min is basically saying that. So so basically, uh, Brooke and Min in the tub have a conversation before Sheldon joins them. Um, and they're talking about the same sort of thing that the Min was talking with Sheldon about, like working together and stuff. Um, and they talk about this, this idea of uh, like, is the show going to be canceled? A lot of them in the house are worried about that, like very worried about that. They got an update about the virus uh, yesterday um, and, you know, they're all still there except for you know carol's mind i guess uh and so um it's something that they're all worried about and not to mention the ejections the quits uh and so brooke feels like if if carol self-evicts then they've screwed up the schedule so much they're just going to cancel the season i very much disagree with brooke about that there's no way production cancels the season because carol self-evicted um that uh that that's definitely not definitely not the case um but uh i don't think production wants carol to quit because they don't want to have to readjust their schedule more than they already have have had to um and uh, and then Min's point is that, you know, this is kind of like a novelty, right? Like these crazy things are happening. As long as the ratings are up, I don't think they're going to care. And I think that's also right. As long as the ratings are up, I don't think they care that much. Um, it's just a matter of are the, are the ratings up? I haven't really checked, to be honest. Um, right, but, but I haven't seen anyone online being like, oh, I'm so more invested in watching right. the season because two people are quitting and two people were kicked out. Yes. I've seen the opposite. And and yeah, and and I think and I think that Brooke, that's that's where Brooke was also correct when she said, uh, I don't think, you know, like the fans of the show, like they want to see the game happen and there is no game happening. <laughs> Uh, like they, they watch the show to watch the game and uh, and there is no there is no game. Um, so uh, there there's a lot of discussion uh, about this, uh, although, again, I, I think that uh, I, I think that Brooke is off on this, that uh, in the sense it, when she says that uh, Carol self evicting is worse than Carol waiting to be evicted. Uh, I definitely feel like it's the opposite, um, like maybe for production, but production is the one with all the bills to pay. Uh, they're not going to like uh, it's they're not going to cancel the season because they're mad at the house guests. Like uh, that's not how it works. They, they're the ones that make all the money off of it. They're not going to cut their own arm off despite the house guests because they quit the game too much. Um, so uh, but um, but but I do think that uh, that I wouldn't be surprised if the season was canceled at some point, but not because of production, but because of the virus and uh, the government telling them they're not allowed to do it anymore. Right. I just think I think this doesn't help that these other circumstances keep happening and we've got this virus that can be used either as an excuse or as a legitimate justification for canceling the season. I I think I don't know. Would they be more willing to keep the show on despite the virus uh, if the game was so great and there all this, you know, crazy gameplay and these blind sides and stuff. So I don't know. It's a. Uh, it can go both ways. I, I see. I see what you're saying. I see both. I, I also agree that we're we're getting gameplay stifled because of the fact that they cast people on the show who didn't want to be there. Yeah, and, and again, I feel like like just let Carol quit and let the week play out because you might have the season have to end early. And so who cares if the schedule is messed up? It probably already is messed up at this point. Uh, take this opportunity to make it go faster without having to arbitrarily make it go faster. Something also 
related to this is they must, and I think you said this already, um, be getting a lot more information about the virus than just that one conversation in the letters because I'm hearing different people call it different things. Some people are calling it COVID-19. Some people are calling it coronavirus. Some people are sort of making jokes about it. Some people are talking about it very seriously. So it seems like they're all of a sudden much more up to date with sort of the entire picture because that's what a lot of what we're seeing out here in the outside world of some people sort of making fun of it and some people taking it very seriously. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, they, they, like I said, they, they did get an update yesterday, um, on the virus, uh, while the feeds were down, uh, during one of the feeds down things. Uh, so they, they were, they were recently updated about the, uh, the virus yesterday. Um, and that's, I think why we're, we're hearing a lot more talk about it. Um, <clears throat> so, Anyway, back back to the game, guys. Uh, Brooke and Min do have a conversation about working together. They talk about Chris and Vanessa being big targets in the house. Um, she says that Min says that there are things about Vanessa she didn't see before. She can be really fake to people. And uh, she like uh, she like goes along with things. And uh, and really like she gets she seems to get along with everybody. You know what? You know what Vanessa's like? You know, remember Survivor? Uh, Vanessa's like uh, like Parvati. You remember oh, Parvati? Yeah. Can we, uh, hold on. No, can we talk about that real quick? Because she didn't say like her. She, or maybe I tuned that part out. I heard her say, um, she, she, Vanessa is like Pavardi. And I'm like, Pavardi Patil? That's immediately where my mind went. I'm like, Harry Potter? I don't, I'm trying to make this connection because I haven't, I, I, I'm used to hearing people missay Parvati's name but not always with that. And that right. is where my mind went. And it wasn't until she said, oh, and uh, I don't know who she said. I think Chris, so, somebody, yeah, so, uh, Chris is like Vanessa Russell. is Vanessa is Pervardi oh, Kyle. and Kyle, Kyle was Russell. Russell. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry. Just in case anyone else also thought that for a second. <laughs> yes. Um, so yes. Uh, so apparently in men's eyes, uh, Vanessa is Parvati. Uh, Parvati, perhaps the best survivor player of all time. Uh, that, uh, Vanessa is Parvati. Um, and, uh, and apparently Kyle, uh, was, was Russell. Um, does that mean that, uh, that Min sees herself as, uh, as Sandra? I don't know. Uh, but, um, but that I thought, uh, Parvati, uh, was definitely an interesting take there on Vanessa. Um, and this is when Min says that, uh, she thinks Carol doesn't want to sell the victims. Uh, she wants to get her plane ticket home paid for. Um, so. That's going on there. There's really not much uh, else happening game wise, but there was an excellent conversation between uh, Sheldon, Brooke and Hira uh, later after uh, Min left uh, in the HOH room um, where they basically are just like making fun of the entire situation and trashing their own season. Uh, just I recommend watching this. This is probably the most fun that you'll have watching the feeds in uh, all week long um they're just uh like this is this is so ridiculous like uh here's like uh can you like three people now got one only one person's been evicted um like uh we're, are we about to hit jury like uh is it gonna if it's a nine person jury then when carol leaves we're at jury um can you imagine uh like michael is the only person that's actually been voted out of the house right now uh, like so he's michael is the pre-jury it's just michael can you imagine finale night 
finale night. It's just Michael sitting there in the chairs. I just he's just the pre-jury uh by himself. Um like that's this this it's ridiculous. And like uh we we probably ruined like three of their twists already, right? Like like we probably screwed them up there. Um and they talk about uh like Carol um and and Sheldon's like here I have to tell you this about Carol. So she asks to be put on the block so that she can be evicted. <laughs> And he cra- he's cracking himself up. He can't even tell the story. He's like, she, she comes to me 30 minutes later. And she's like, do I have the votes to stay against Minna? Like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Like, I have been in the, t- I've been to the doctors, the DR, I've been to the diary room, and I have been assured many times that everyone is mentally healthy and fit to be here, which means she's just being ridiculous, right? Like, like we can make fun of her, right? She's just being ridiculous. Uh, this story, the storyline for the week on the show is going to be, can Carol make it to Thursday? <laughs> or will she yeah. leave first? And that's a legitimate question that people are having. And, you know, they're like, I can't, we, we aren't able to play the game. We did the veto. It didn't matter. And, uh, at this point, it's just, oh my gosh, it's so many days until Thursday. And if we think it's so many days until Thursday, imagine what Carol is doing. She, there's no way she's going to make it. I, yeah. I think she can make it. Hey, look, if they continue to play some more rounds of murder and talk about first kisses in the hot tub. Yeah, well, they're like, just like can, can you imagine? It would be a blindside if we kept Carol. She would be blindsided. We would just be like, all right, you know what? You know what? We're making this a double eviction. We're taking control of the show. We're going to evict Min and then Carol will leave too. Double eviction. You can't stop us. Um, hey, the viewers would love it. I think at that point, you turn a self-eviction into something that becomes very entertaining. Yeah. And uh, Hero's like, well, I could use the veto on her. Shell's just like, yeah, you'd use the veto on Carol and she'd walk straight from the couch right out the door. Yeah, you can't uh, because then you can't get men out because they just canceled the week again. But hey, then Sheldon might be able to win three HOHs in a row, which would be a new record. Probably. Yeah. And she, so Sheldon's just like, just let her walk. Just let her walk and reset the week again. And here's just like, you just want to win HOH for a third time. It's <laughs> like, no, no, I know. Um, and so. Um, they talk about that. They're, they're, they also talk about like when they're talking about like previous seasons, they're like, uh, it's going to be so weird on the live feeds watching people talk about us. Like we talk about previous seasons and Sheldon's just like, no, cause we're going to get the show canceled. <laughs> this is not going to be a next season after us. <laughs> oh yeah. Brooke and, um, men talked earlier in the evening when they were in the bath about like being excited to watch the show when they get out and everything. This is just something everyone says when they're in the show. By the time they get voted out, and no one—I mean, I—I'd love to see the stat of the number of people who play Big Brother and then actually go and watch all the episodes, much less live feeds or anything else. Well, what Sheldon says is, "I'm not watching this crap. Back. <laughs> this is a terrible season. I'm not watching these episodes. It's gonna suck." <laughs> 
Um, and so they also they also start talking about Chris and like what a weirdo he is. Um, just like, where did they find this guy? Like he was talking about how he took it, took somebody on a date and he like rented out a whole boat, like a whole like, like ship. Uh, and they were like, was this like an anniversary? And here uh, and he was like, no, it was just a date. And he was like, he must be loaded. Like, what is he? Like, what does he do? Like, who is this guy? Um, and, and here was just like, hold on. I gotta, I gotta ask Brooke. Like, Chris, he's a very flirty guy. Like, does that work? Like, is he good at that? Like, I can't, I don't, I can't tell. Like, and Brooke's like, I'm not the right person to ask. Like, he tries to yeah. flirt with me and I just run away. Uh, because that's my response. I mean, uh, he did say I was under the radar good looking. So, uh, you know, that's uh, maybe an indication. And Sheldon's just like, here, I, no, no, he is, he is no game. Uh, I'm like, no. And, she, and he was like, okay, that's what I thought. But like, I don't know. He's like, good looking guy. Uh, it was a really, really awkward conversation. Uh, where Brooke was talking to Sheldon about like, how, can you teach me how to flirt with Chris because I can't do it and I don't know. And Sheldon's like, you just gotta, you just gotta touch. You know, I know that you can't, you can't say things, and that's where you're struggling. But just, you know, just touch him more. Guys love physical contact. Let him do the rest. And I'm like, oh, that's gonna make Vanessa love Brooke even more if she if she continues to touch these guys. I don't know. I think it's funny. Um, the whole thing is ridiculous, but but yeah, uh, Ree on the other hand was like, oh, oh, Chris talking about how much money he had, and and uh, you know when he when he was in his bathing suit, and Angie's like, oh, and his baby blue eyes, you like him? <laughs> so I hope that becomes a thing. That's fun. Angie was like, uh, after Ree said uh, Chris must be loaded, Angie was like, oh, you're into Chris. <laughs> That makes you like him even more. Uh, and Rhea was like, no, I'm not shallow like that. And she's like, you can't fool me. I know. I saw it. Um, so that was the thing. Uh, Chris, by the way, if you want an example of him flirting, I'm sure this clip is floating around somewhere. He was having a conversation with Sue trying to flirt with her, and he thought it would be a fun, sexy thing to grab Angie's pillow and be like, look, this is Angie. And he just like, <laughs> oh, like made out with the pillow. Uh, and she was like, this is disturbing. Please stop. And he was like, nah, this is good. This is fun. Ah. Um, so that, I, I yeah. looked down for a second and looked back up to him with like two pillows on top of him. Like, what are you doing? What is this? Uh, is that was a little disturbing. Um, that's not, that doesn't work. By the way, if you're wondering, Hira, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm glad that Hira has this information. I think it'll be valuable for him in his married life uh, to know not to flirt with his wife like that. Maybe I don't know. Now, if he wants to buy his wife a, a trip on a boat, that's probably okay. There you go. Yeah. Depending on if she gets seasick or not, I think she might enjoy that. People like boats. Dinner cruises are always fun. Mm. Yeah. Uh, You're not a dinner cruise fan, Karen? You know, not right now. Um, so, not right now, look, we're going to look into the future. Gotta be uh, hopeful. There's gonna be another season. We gotta be hopeful. Um, yeah, so, uh, you also mentioned they did play, uh, play like a murder game where they were like walking around and there was one of them where that were murderers. Um, I'm always like, uh, that's such a dangerous thing to do, like playing mafia or like a murder game like that in a house like this. Um, because like you're trying to hide things and like it's, it, you know, 
it's, it's you're, you're giving away all your tells. I think it's great. I think come up with really obvious tells, make people think that you're terrible at this yeah. kind of thing. That's a good like, You just got to play if the meta play it, game right? within yes. the game. Yeah. And instead, don't do this. Here's what you shouldn't do, Brooke. You should not get picked to be the murderer and then make it really obvious and have Sheldon call you out and then loudly in front of everyone be like, oh, Sheldon, you can always see my tells. Stop, stop. You're making it worse. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's 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 I mean, uh, Mary, was there anything else that you had from uh, from yesterday? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of nonsense. <laughs> you know, I don't know if anyone else gets like this, but when I'm taking notes on a show, if I like look up and I was I was switching over and also watching some of the other episodes and I started like accidentally taking notes on those and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I have a lot of random stuff in here that's not oh uh the only one just because i haven't been on an update yet is in my head i had been calling the evictors the eliminator <laughs> i don't know where i got that and then every time you were like oh their alliance name is so bad i'm like eliminator's not that bad it's okay evictors is way worse but i didn't realize that's what it was for a while i just thought thought it different in my head anyway well the eliminator's um, still open for when you go on uh, on big brother yeah, I think we're going to do better than that. Um, I think we'll be Team Merlonio again. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I don't know. I, I'm, still, I'm still relatively enjoying watching this so far. So we'll uh, honest, see how it gets. Honest, Normally yeah. I'm already more... Oh. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> The connection, the connection has made this podcast very difficult. I think we've done pretty well, but that that was a gaff right there. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know what just happened. I just want to say again to anyone, especially people who are going to comment on this, you can go ahead if you've left a YouTube comment talking about how you don't want me on here because the connection's bad. I'm going to try better next week. I'm in the middle of the country because I didn't want to be alone, and so I, I went back to my parents' house, but. Maybe I'll go sit outside of Starbucks because that's probably a better internet connection. <laughs> um, I yeah. apologize. Uh-huh. It's bad. Don't judge me off of this. Yeah, you, you, look, the, the virus affects us all in different ways. It makes Mary's internet slower. That's basically, ah! uh, you know, uh, be understanding. Um, so, uh, so that's that's about that's about what we have uh, for. And, and I, I will say that uh, I, I do think that that. I think I think maybe it was Kyle. I think maybe with Kyle gone, like the house is is just a lot lighter. Uh, It feels more fun. Um, They're not really playing the game right now, but there are some good personalities in that house. Um, And uh, I feel like uh, I feel like we're doing all right, given all the circumstances surrounding uh, surrounding everything. As you can hopefully tell uh, that we can still have fun with these updates uh, at the very least. Um, And uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how things go. Uh, but thank you, everyone, for joining us. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update and everything that happens today on the Big Brother Canada 8 live feeds. I will also be live tonight after the episode to talk with Godfrey Manguiza about uh, everything that's been happening in this house. And of course, Tuesday night. We'll have our next roundtable of the season uh, for as as long as the season continues to season. Uh, so check <laughs> all of that out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong. Mary, where can people find you? 
You can find me everywhere at Frail Mary. And I mean everywhere now that someone has put me on TikTok. I also I almost forgot to mention uh, that uh, our own Brent Walgamot was uh, it took part in a uh, mini sequester online season last night. Um, yeah, and, uh, he was evicted pre-jury. Uh, uh, he, hey, that's good. Yeah, I've, I've played two sequester minis, but I was voted out first and second. So, Ooh. yeah. Uh, but you know what? He, you know, he uh, he almost made it to jury. Got, got, got kind of close, I think. So he was in the Carol spot. <laughs> uh, I think the problem was he was playing. A, he was playing a little hard. Playing a little too hard, I think, was the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure we're going to talk about that on the round table. That'll be fun. <laughs> um, so uh, check that out if you want. I, I don't really, uh, you know, know how to watch past broadcasts or anything, but uh, go to go to sequestered website thing. Um, and uh, thank you guys for joining us and uh, see you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.